T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. It's hour number two on Danny and Dusty, and it's a Danny and Rusty special. No Dusty Hera today. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to dive into Ducks and Dogs, the latest chapter in the fierce rivalry in the Northwest between the Oregon Ducks and the Washington Husky. And today we have Tyson Aldron of the I-5 Corridor. Tyson, how you doing, man? Hey, I'm doing good, man. Thanks for having me on. Hey, anytime. Uh, uh, I know you're uh, used to doing this with Dusty, but he decided he's going to be too cool for school and uh, have a little skip day. So uh, you have to deal with me today. Uh, first question I have for Oregon Washington, and I think this is kind of pertinent come this time of year, regardless of who you're playing. How healthy are the Ducks right now? You know, better than what they have been. You know, I, I think that's kind of one of the things that people forget a little bit about how last season went, um, you know, where at one point Oregon was going on the road and, and beating Ohio State in the horseshoe, but they really broke down towards the, the later end of that season, and I think that's what kind of contributed a lot to um, some of those really lopsided scores that you saw against Utah um, and in and, and the bowl games as well. So, I mean, considering that, I mean, you, you look at Oregon, especially on offense, like the offensive line's healthy, the running backs are healthy, the wide receivers are healthy. And uh, Bo Nix, who is probably the most important football player in the country right now, he's, he's awfully healthy too. So this is, um, you know, considering it's November 9th here, you know, I, I don't think any, anybody's probably feeling perfect, but um, compared to where the Ducks have been in the past, I think things are going pretty well for them right now. You take a look at this matchup, and obviously it's a, a storied rival here in the Pac-12, uh, but you're going to get two uh, universities here with brand new coaching staffs. Uh, both schools feel like they're kind of on the right path, righting some wrongs. Uh, obviously, Oregon probably a step ahead of Washington, at, at least at this point, certainly. How important is it for each coach to kind of put their stamp on this game, both for their programs right now and going forward, is there's probably going to be a pile of recruits on hand? Yeah, you know, I, I think this is a really important game for, for both teams, and especially when you consider the, the future of the, the conference. If, if these teams all remain uh, in, in the Pac-12, uh, I, I think kind of the, the north star of the conference is, is going to be up here in the northwest. I mean, Seattle's a really important market for this conference, and, and they've kind of traditionally been unper- underperforming for the better part of the last 20 years. I, I think it, especially with DeBoer, who is a really well-respected coach who, who can build things and, and, and is, is doing a really good job already this year, um, for them to be able to kind of like take that take that extra step forward and, and be the team like Oregon that is playing as well as anybody in the country right now, uh, I think that could really jumpstart things for them. But, you know, if, if you look at the the 
I was going to say a recent history of this rivalry, but it's not even a recent history of this rivalry for like the last, you know, 20, 25 years, this has been a, a very organ dominant thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it, it'll be, it'll be interesting to watch with this, this new group because it was certainly a, a pretty, uh, pretty boiling over by the time that Mario Cristobal and, and Jimmy Lake left things last year. <laughs> you, you say that and it, it significantly has been one sided for Oregon, uh, so much so leading into this and in this season, uh, the Ducks are favored by almost two touchdowns right now. I'm, I'm going to go to the other side of this. What does Washington need to do to pull the upset at Austin? You know, Michael Penix Jr. is a really good football player. Uh, I went up to the game on Friday and watched mm-hmm. them play against the Beavers, and you know, I, I wasn't incredibly impressed with Washington as a whole, but that's that's a playmaker at quarterback that not a lot of the teams in the Pac-12 have. And in Oregon secondary, while – um, you know, Christian Gonzalez looked really great last week against Colorado. I, I still think that they can be tested a little bit. And so I, I think if Washington's going to win, they're going to have to do it through the air. Um, and and I, I think it's just basically if, if, if Penix has, you know, the type of game that uh, we saw him have a little bit earlier in the year when people were kind of throwing his name around in the Heisman conversation. Um, yeah, I, I think Washington might have a chance there. But I, I think right now Oregon's offense is just too good. Um, and, and the defense is, is coming together here in recent weeks that uh, I, I think I agree with the odds makers on this one. You look again at, at Penix. He's number one in the country in passing yardage. He's fifth in total attempts, yet he only has five interceptions. He's been wildly efficient. He throws to the boundaries. They don't throw over the middle all that often. That's really been the key to slowing Washington down is taking away those boundary throws. Are the Ducks going to be good enough and disciplined enough defensively at the linebacker position, which was supposed to be their strong suit this season? Uh, They've struggled there uh, in their discipline for long portions of the season. Are they going to be disciplined enough to force those boundary throws into the middle and be disruptive uh, to the Huskies and and take Penix off his game and make this a game that, that the Ducks offense can just run away with? Yeah, I would, I would sure hope so. And and I think Oregon linebackers have slowly been getting better as the season's gone on. I mean, it was, it, it was kind of a little bit jarring early on seeing some of those Noah Sewell stat lines. I mean, this was a, a guy who people were used to seeing, you know, having 10 tackles and, and 2.5 tackles for a loss and a couple of sacks a game. Um, and, and it just took him a really long time to, to kind of find himself in this defense. And, you know, I think a lot of that too goes along with like who's been playing next to him. It's, it's kind of been a, a rotating cast, not only this season, but, but for a couple of years for him. And, you know, even when you put him next to like a, 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 a Justin Flo, who is, is one of the most athletic guys that I've seen in that, <laughs> in that linebacking room for the Ducks, you know, he's, he's, he can be kind of a heat seeking missile all over the place too. So I think just kind of continuing on with that discipline and, and finding kind of that rhythm, uh, in Lanning's defense is, is awfully important for them. It's not supposed to be a disaster at Austin the weather-wise. So we should, should, at least get decent weather for the game. I'm knocking all the wood for you guys down there in the press box, totally not freezing to death. <laughs> but with that in mind, you have the opportunity for a game to break out into a shootout because you do have Penix on one side and we do have Bo Nix on the other. Bo Nix's story this year has been absolutely incredible. Over these next three games, he has a chance to write really his his name down on on a plane ticket to New York for a Heisman Trophy. Maybe not a win, but at least as a finalist. How good does he need to be in this game and then kind of going forward to make sure that his ticket is there uh, in December for for a New York trip for a Heisman? 
you know, that's that's the thing that uh, with the Heisman Trophy, you, it always seems like somebody is, is always kind of makes an appearance in, in late October or November. And I, I think this year it's Knicks. I mean, obviously no one expected this after that Georgia game. But ever since that game, all he's done is like produce five to six touchdowns per game, which is, you know, I'm not I'm not a huge football expert, but I think that's a pretty good clip. <laughs> <laughs> and and so, I mean, it's, it's just going into these games. It's it's just last week. It's it's the ways that he can do it. I mean, he he threw for two touchdowns. He rushed for two touchdowns. He caught a touchdown. Like you, you want style points. Like that that was it. And and now as you're kind of coming into the teeth of the schedule, you know, I'm not necessarily looking for him to produce five six touchdowns a game, but just getting through this this part here with wins and if they can get into the Pac-12 title game and, and you know, kind of keep this thing rolling. I think he's such a good story right now, and he's such a national name as well, that I think it will be impossible to keep him out of New York. I, I'm not saying he's going to win the award. I think that would be awfully – I think he'd have to go just completely crazy here uh, the final month. But I think at this point he's he's definitely earned his trip uh, to the ceremony. Let's get way out in front of our skis over over the next three weeks and say the Ducks run the table. And they are slotted in as a Pac-12 championship game uh, attendee. Who do you want to see them play in that game to give them an opportunity in the college football playoff? You, you want to see USC. Yeah. I, I mean, I, and, I, and I don't even think USC is necessarily the best team in the South, but USC is the team that everyone else in the country is going to tune in to watch because mm-hmm. it's going to be Lincoln Riley. It's going to be Caleb Williams. It's going to be the team that's leading the Pac-12 for the Big Ten. Um, you want that win. You want those eyeballs on you, it, uh, especially if, if Oregon can have a convincing win in that game. I, I think that's probably the biggest stamp that, that you can have, that this is a completely different team than, than what started the season at Georgia. Um, you know, I, 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 am, I am scared of USC's offense. I mean, they can, they can definitely run at the same clip the Ducks can, but um, I, I think that would be a winnable matchup for them too, considering how weak USC's defense has been throughout the year. But yeah, I, I think people want to see the Trojans, and, and that would be an awfully good one for the Ducks to match up in. You take a look at where the Ducks were after week one and where they are now with this opportunity. Would you have expected that this season has come together the way that it has for them? Not, not remotely. I, I thought that I, I thought that we were, especially just kind of the tone of everything after that first Georgia game. Like it, it really felt like it was uh, going to be like Anthony Brown 3.0 season. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, just another year of, of why isn't Ty Thompson starting this or that? And like, legitimately, it took them one week to just get rid of all of that. Like I, like, like this team, this team has played so. That's a good brand, an exciting brand of football since the second week of the season. Like it's, it it almost just seems like an aberration of of what happened in that first week. But yeah, it's it's just I I I thought we were going for another like year of like completely avoid the message board, stay off Twitter. Like it's going to be a dark, dark, dark place. And instead, it's uh, I mean, if you look outside today, right now the sun's shining and it's November. I, I think everyone will take that. We're talking to Tyson Alger of the I five corridor ahead of Ducks Dogs, uh, and what starts three absolutely insane games here for the Ducks down the stretch, taking on the Washington Huskies, the uh, Utah Utes, and the Oregon State Beavers. Tyson, what's the one thing when you're getting ready to file your report uh, Saturday night that you're hoping to write uh, after Oregon Washington? Uh, I'm hoping to write that Oregon thumped them again. To be to be completely honest, because <laughs> I think that's what I think that's what I. Because like that's what Oregon should do. Like this, this is a team that is playing with the 
type of swagger and the type of just energy that some of those early 2010s Oregon teams had where they just went into went into weeks with opponents where you know people tried to manufacture a storyline about how it could be close and Oregon would still end up winning by like 30 or 40 like this is this is the first time since maybe 2015 2014 since Oregon really has had kind of that that swagger to them and I, I think the Ducks should beat Washington. I, I think the Ducks should be going into Utah uh, right in the thick of the college football playoff race. Like, I, I think that's what this Oregon team deserves, and I hope it keeps going. But it's college football, so <laughs> they'll probably get beat by 40, and this will be on message boards in Seattle for the next 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you out of here on this. What is the uh, – when you look at this game – What's the one wild card situation for both teams where you're just like, I don't know about this. I have questions about this, whether it's Washington or Oregon, where you're really looking to see what what comes of it. You you know, I I think just the the matchup in the trenches is going to be really really key because I I spent the entire time on uh, Friday in Seattle watching um, Oregon State, which has had zero threat of the past, still kind of gash Washington for five or six yards per carry. Um, and Oregon, meanwhile, has one of the best offensive lines in the country, and they're running with Bucky Irving, they're running with Noah Whittington, they're running with Bo Nix. Um, if Washington can't contain that, I don't know if Nix is going to have to even throw the football. So I, I think that's probably like the one thing that, that I didn't get to earlier that, that is going to be the key to this game. All right, well, thank you for your time, uh, Tyson. Uh, stay warm down there. Hopefully uh, the food is a plenty and the lights stay on as opposed to what happened in uh, Washington next week. <laughs> hey, we can only hope, right? <laughs> <laughs> and and hopes and prayers that you get out of there before midnight. No no, uh, yeah, no, no we'll, crazy late we'll games. See. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. No promises. All right, folks, that's Tyson Alger of the I-5 Corridor. Uh, you can follow him out on Twitter, at Tyson Alger, and uh, go uh, go throw him some love. He's been uh, covering the Ducks and on all things in the Northwest for quite some time, and he's great at what he does. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.